my jet lag hasn't hit in yet. Yep. I'm here. We're here. We're 4 here. 4 p.m. Hit we're back. And she's going to be snoring in the Oh, chair. yeah. In just a little bit, y'all, I'm going to be... Because I'm on Africa time. That was a, actually a very good snore. I'm a, I'm a good fake snore. Wait. That was... A, by the way, Thanks. welcome to What Women Binge. Welcome We're back. to What Women Binge, <laughs> where we do all kinds of, what are those sounds called? ATSM or something? ASMR. ASMR. She's on a roll today. <laughs> I am, because the jet lag's going to take over soon, because I'm seven hours ahead. I'm highly caffeinated. I've been crafting. Crafting? I've been making things. You've been crafty? Yes. That's good. I didn't know. It's so fun for me when people are like, hey, I want this. And I'm like, cool, I can make that. I've never made that. But in my head, I just break it down, and I'm like, I could make that. And That's so far, a talent. It hasn't, I can't. It hasn't failed me yet. That well, no, it hasn't. I've I've noticed. I've seen your Halloween costumes, your space day work. Your I've seen your what is the, you made your kids like snails. I don't know. Like there's been many. <laughs> um, uh, I made a tardigrade once. I don't even know what that is. Still, you've told me three times, what, but it's still they're different. nicknamed water bears. They're like a micro animal that lives in water. Monkeys? No, it has more hands. It actually looks like it has hands. But you've made this. You've made your child look like this. Yes. I made a leopard gecko. That's right. That was a good one. That was a great one. That was a really good one. I'm very proud of that one. Where do you display these? Like, I feel like you need to be like the masked singer where they put them around the stage. Like, you need like up in the rafters of the house or something, going up the staircase. You need to like <laughs> just mannequins have them with on all mannequins <laughs> with all your designs. No, I don't have them anywhere. The head of the leopard gecko I should put somewhere because it is. You need to cool. like on the mantle or hanging above the mantle as if it's like the dead deer. <laughs> Please put a leopard gecko above your mantle and put a picture. Please. Nobody in the world has a mounted leopard gecko. Please. I'm sure. Not it. that big because <laughs> you don't grow that big. Oh, man. Okay. So we get oh, uh, we have so the much elephant talk about. in the room here. There, literal. There were elephants. There were elephants. You're were back from Africa. Elephants. I'm back from Africa. Y'all. Tell me. I am wearing my everything. African. Look, I've got my African earrings on. Okay. So these are copper earrings. They're the beautiful. Shape of Africa. Um, because copper, the province of Zambia, there's a, a province in Zambia called the Copper Belt because that's where a lot of our copper comes from. Oh, it's mine. So a lot of, yeah. So you'll be like driving along and you'll see all of these trucks that just have flat beds. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, well, it's not really carrying much, but it's carrying a ton of copper. Um, Interesting. So yeah, so I was in the, I was, I wasn't in the Copper Belt. I was in the Southern province, but um, mainly I was in a few provinces in Zambia. And that's what I just did for the last three weeks. That is so cool. It was Amazing. Oh, and I'm wearing my bracelet. I went with World Vision, which is um, an organization all around the world, in the U.S., in South America, in Africa, in like the most vulnerable spots, the most vulnerable families and children, they go and they help. And so that's how uh, we ended up in Zambia. My cousin lives in Zambia as well. I didn't get to see her this time because she switched countries with me and continents. Oh. She was here. While you were there. The whole time I was there. (laughs) Literally. Um, so maybe I'll see her here, but I didn't see her there. <laughs> um, but this, but this bracelet is going to be available. This is my bracelet, um, which is going to be in the World Vision gift catalog this Christmas. Oh, cool! So Did I'll you talk help about design it, it. Well, they had artisans in Africa make this, and I just approved it. Said I liked it, and I would put my name on it. So this is going to be my gift in the in the gift catalog. Very cool. Me, Patty Heaton, some of our other friends do this. Um, and Kel Mitchell is one of mm-hmm. them. So we put a gift in the gift catalog and you can go and then like I could buy this bracelet for you, give it to you for Christmas. And then most of the proceeds that didn't go to um, the artisans that made this would go to World Vision. That's amazing. So, yeah. So it's like uh, 
it's all around just a good thing. The so that'll gift be coming out like in the fall. Sometime. Is awesome. Yeah, you'll see the gift catalog. I think you might be able to soon go on there actually, because you can also gift people goats, chickens, all these. I things. knew that. I think we talked about this last year. Yeah, because yeah, you were yeah. like, I'm buying goats for Christmas. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. And what? the nativity, like you can, you can, you can buy a nativity set of like a donkey, a camel, a go- oh, not a camel, but you can buy like a whole bunch of animals that then you they gift a family. That's and amazing. It, let me tell you, the, like I don't even know where to start with this whole Africa trip thing. All right, back it up. Hold let's on. start. Okay, World Vision. Let's go. What did you do with World Vision while okay. you were there? The World Vision was kind of sandwiched in the middle of our trip. First, we landed. I wanted to take the kids to do something really fun at first before mm-hmm. we started into the field for these long drives and a lot of translation and a lot of like talking about the work that they do. All right, so we started in Victoria Falls, and the falls are absolutely magical and insane. They are one of the seven wonders of the world. Which is so cool. So cool. It's a World Heritage Site, too. Um, and it's right outside the hotel we stay in. So we had done this before so in So you can, like, see the falls? You can see from... the... It's called the Smoke That Thunders. Like, that's what the um, natives of the land, like, one of the tribal names, I think, is Smoke That Thunders. Because you can see the... What looks like smoke, but it's mist going up in the air. And, I mean, I will show you pictures. It is, like... You just see this cloud every day that comes up. And the first day it was really big because it was windy. And then it died down a little bit. But I didn't realize because last time we went, we went in August. And there was like water trickling in. But it, it's four countries meet at the uh, Victoria Falls. Point. Yeah, yeah, it's Botswana, uh, Zimbabwe, Zambia, and I think Namibia. And so you go, mainly it's like Zimbabwe and Zambia. So we went to the Zambia side. Right outside the gate is where baboons run like totally rampant. And our hotel has zebra and giraffes everywhere. We fed the giraffes. They started eating my hair. Um, on my Instagram, I tried to post a video of it, but it actually ended up being a weird picture of like half a giraffe and half of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird I saw that. I thought it was a video. And then I have a live photo of Tucker being attacked by a little tiny zebra. So he hates zebras now. <laughs> it attacked him. It kind of attacked him. You know how I hate dolphins? Like we've talked about this before. Yes. If you guys don't know, go back and listen to an episode in the past where I talk about how much I hate I, dolphins. I, however, love dolphins. Yes, I do not like those little. Mm. But now Tucker has a thing against zebras. So, <laughs> but I'll just show you this live photo. Hi, trauma. It's hilarious. <laughs> it, this this little thing. I kept saying, "No, Tucker, no, put your hand out." He likes you. He's following you because. I don't think so, Mom. He keeps stomping his foot. I think that means he doesn't like me. I'm like, no, I think that means he's really comfortable around you. Put your hand out. And he puts his hand out and the thing goes, and goes to like bite him and ends up stepping on his foot. Luckily, Tucker moves just in time, but it stepped on his foot. And he was like, Mom, I told you it didn't like me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Bad instincts, Mom. (laughs) So here's what we know. Tucker can read animal body language. You are not allowed to be a zoologist. Oh, no, I'm definitely not a zoologist. <laughs> I never claim to know anything about any animals. Not Except even my your own, own child. Dog. Not even my own dogs. Only my child. But <laughs> I put him in harm's way all the time. Because after that happened, I laughed my ass off. Security had to come. <laughs> like I was laughing so hard. I was crying. <laughs> it was so funny to see this little zebra. How like, big is this zebra? <laughs> it was about the same size as him. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um. Anyway. So zebras are on the property, giraffes are on the property, baboons, there's one crocodile apparently, and then right outside the gate, there's, I mean, there's baboons everywhere too, but outside the gate is where the baboons hang out because the tourists drop so much stuff. Right. So you walk out to the falls. Do the tourists drop stuff or do the baboons take things? Oh, it's a little bit of everything. It's also them feeding. I think it's a little bit of everything. I saw some baboons fight on top of a Jeep. That was the funniest. I think I got video of that too because... It reminded me of my kids. One throwing the other one off the truck. They're trying to open some Velcro container some guy had on the back of the truck. And it was hilarious. I'll, I'll show you. But um, I'll post it so y'all can see. But uh, the Victoria Falls, last time we were there, we were there in August. And this was the end of June. 
And um, it was last time it was like a trickle, like coming off different areas, just kind of trickling and just a massive hole in the ground. Just mm-hmm. so cool. And you want to look down and be like, what's down there? Where does it go? What is it? You know, this time I did not expect this. We were drenched like the worst rainstorm I've ever been in. It was just it was there was so much water because they'd had this huge flooding this year. Right. And it's still early. So it's not yet the dry season. It's technically the beginning of the dry season, but it's not dry yet. The amount of water pouring off those falls and into that hole that then goes into the Zambezi River, river was like just insane. It just comes up and sprays you. And at times the wind takes it in different directions. So there's a video of me going across this like bridge. It's like we kept making fun of like Shrek. Like my family, we were all doing the Shrek thing. Like, you know, when he was like, I know this half is safe. And that kind of thing. Like Mark was not happy on that bridge. But I've also never seen so many rainbows. I saw about 30 rainbows. Yeah. Um, it was... Absolutely insane. We were drenched. It was fun. Tucker wanted to go every day. We went three days in a row. We went helicoptering over them. That's um, a no for me. Cool for he- you. You know, It was only 12 minutes of a helicopter. None of them wanted to do it. They were all like, we don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. They got in. We were up. We were done. We, we were like, wow, that's amazing. And then we were done. It was so fast. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't uh, even, you'd blink and it'd be over. I could get in the helicopter. Kind of there's no like, choice. There's like they... zero, or, well, not zero. Obviously, there's at least one. There's very few things in my life that I'll be like, I will never do that because I just feel like that's not fair. Have you never been on a helicopter? No, and I won't ever. I think you need to try it once. No, see, here's the thing. Mark said the same thing, and Mason said the same thing. And you I, know, Mason, I'm fine in, in airplanes. I'm finding a lot of things, but my luck with helicopters, and it's not my personal luck because obviously I'm still here. Yeah, but, but I am like, I'm like wait. I know too many people who've gone down in helicopters. Really? Yeah. And it's like a weird, like, oh, that's enough Oh, but me. there's such a great pull to it. Like, when when that lift happens, you know, and then you think about people like uh, my friend Omelie's husband, who mm-hmm. is a helicopter pilot in the Army, and, like, and my, my brother-in-law in the Army, uh, I think he's on Apaches, like, you know, had some accidents, but nothing, but they're still here. Yeah. But, like, these, this, it's such a great, like, you're off in a second. Like, we were buckling our seatbelts, and Mason was actually in trouble. He wasn't allowed to have his phone. And I wanted to give him his phone back before we took off in a flying vehicle when he wants to be a pilot. Right. So I was, like, trying to give him his phone back. And by the time I kind of fought him, he's like, no, I don't want it. I'm like, no, take it. Take it. All of a sudden, I realized we were in the air. Like, like it was, we're already up. We were already up, and we're going. And it's just like that lift. It, like, feels like your little booty's got a little swing underneath it, and you're going up. I mean, I think I would enjoy the actual flight of it, but I just have this very healthy respect and fear yeah. of helicopters. But I think as soon as it lifts, like, you feel safe the second it lifts. You're like, we're good. A, a sharp turn, if they bank super hard right or something, it might feel a little funky. But, yeah. I mean, it was so nice. And I don't go know over if I could see. ever just choose to do it. If it was, like— a life or death situation. It was like, that's my option. Then of course I'm going to do yeah. it. But like to choose to get in one, I don't know. The only way I was able to get Mark in one once was we were in St. Lucia and we had to drive two and a half hours across the island to get to our resort. And then on the way back, we were like, is there a faster way? They're like, helicopter, 12 minutes. We're like, we'll do it. So two and a half hours of like wanting to vomit <laughs> or, or 12, 12 minutes, minutes in a scary helicopter. helicopter. We were like, we'll do the helicopter. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> okay, so but you twelve do minutes you in a helicopter over Victoria Falls. Twelve minutes Fall. in a helicopter. There's a, a small, small uh, park nearby where you can go on a little game drive. And so we did that because we knew it was the only way to see rhinos because the rhinos oh. are so endangered. But mm-hmm. there's a pack of them there. I don't know if you call it a pack, a pod, a geezer, what, what's a, a group of, of rhinos, rhinos called? called brain? <laughs> um, there crash a crash of rhinos. That's right. It's such a cool word. That's awesome. 
So we went because we knew we'd see the rhinos. There's something called the Big Five in Africa, and it's like the five most deadly animals, um, and it's basically the five you want to see. And we knew the only way to see rhino was in that park because they're protected by guns. They're uh, uh, armed. uh, Oh, like armed uh, military. Yes. Yeah. And so they are. They know where they are because they have to follow. They walk along with them. So we walked along with some rhinos. That's so. And what's crazy is last time we were there in 2019, we saw a baby. All the rhinos were laying down, and baby Jack was jumping around trying to get any of them to play, and no one would play with baby Jack. Well, as we were walking back to our car, one of the armed guards told us that was baby Jack. One of the ones we saw was baby Jack, and now he's like a big boy. Oh, Yeah. Like, and he has a little sister now, too. So they're breeding. They're doing well. Rhinos are doing well. It'll be good. good. Happy to know. So then we went off to—we drove like three hours to a place called Choma. Mm-hmm. which is uh, in the southern province, kind of in the middle south part of the country. Um, and we that's where our sponsor girls are, that we sponsor through World Vision. And by the way, this is the thing that I want to tell everyone you have to do at home. If you want to get involved with World Vision, and I can tell you firsthand, like I am an ambassador for them, and the reason we go on this trip is to see the work they do and to stand by it. And I can tell you the work they do is absolutely insanely complex, amazing. It is life-changing and they find the most vulnerable people we had to drive not only the two and a half hours into this town it's barely a town it has like five stores and a pizza place and then we drove another two hours way out on bumpy bumpy they call it an african massage you take these these (laughs) roadways these dirt roadways that are just like super bumpy mark got a sinus infection and was like sick the whole rest of the trip because of all the dirt flying up even though we were in a car it was still kind of coming in the ac um and we go out and we saw our three girls. And last time we saw them, they had just joined the program. They weren't yet really, um, they'd had a few checks come in where they, you know, had, um, a few of our checks had gone out where they had, you know, a few things were taken care of for them. Um, but they now have a thriving farm of sugarcane. They have chickens. They just built a new house. And uh, Linus, the um, oldest of the girls who's 17, we have a 17-year-old, they're 17, 13, and 10. And the 17-year-old had just had a baby, and she named it Melissa. And so I got to meet baby Melissa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So And and the mom, last time we saw them, they were kind of like downtrodden and not super, um, you know, not, not a lot of hope in their lives. And now they're like, we have food. We have money. We have a new home. We have beds for the girls. Like, we have bicycles. So then we went and visited their school. And, oh, we also, we donated a well last year. So mm-hmm. we went and saw the well. And it's right next to their their house. And it's for the whole village. And so everybody has this clean borehole um, now. And it is just life changing. Like the work they do is so complex because they teach them to be plumbers and they teach them to save. So Edna, the mom, is now learning to she's in a savings group and she's now learning. They're learning veterinary care because now we just gifted them five goats. So now they have goats that they get to breed and milk and all these things. So And goats are the sign of wealth in that area. If you have goats, you have everything. Like you now have all the food you need. You now have something to trade with other people for clothing or school supplies, whatever you need. So they are now like doing so well. I'm so thankful for all the work that World Vision does with them. The people that go out there, the field, the volunteers. It's amazing. And then we saw another little girl. Last time we were there, we met a guy named Farmer Stephen. And he taught us about goats and what he was doing thriving as, as a farmer. Because we kind of see people in three different stages. So we saw a family that literally the woman had had her fourth. She was 21 and had her fourth baby the day before. And walked an hour and a half from the hospital just to meet us. Left the baby in the hospital and came to meet us and then went back to the hospital. And she walked with us to go get water. 
and the boys all carried water, she was going to go get the water for the boys. And I was like, no, 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 because they are the women do all the heavy lifting, literally. You're like, you birthed a child yesterday. She birthed a child yesterday and wanted to carry water on her head for us. And we were like, no, we will get the water. It was the dirtiest water I've ever seen. The kids were filthy. I mean, they obviously hadn't bathed in a long time. The clothing were just torn. They didn't have shoes. They barely had food. So we brought them a ton of food. So we could. So World Vision is just starting to work with them. They were just put into the program in the last few days. Then we go to see our girls who are in the middle of the program. They're a few years in, like five years in now. Mm-hmm. And they are just thriving and doing well. Um, the next thing I'd like to work on, we went to their school. And the next thing I'd like to help World Vision with is like their school, like really kind of pump up their school a little bit more, give them more of what they need there. Um, the teachers are doing a great job, but it's a really hard situation when you have hundreds of kids, they have to split up the day to half and half. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough room for the kids. They don't have latrines. They don't have, you know, fresh running water, that kind of thing. So to bring that kind of thing, that's the next project we want to do. But then the next day we went to see another family who was doing great, who was like, they have cattle and their kids are really well educated and the oldest ones are now learning English. And um, they were clean and had nice clothes and they were, they we climbed up into this uh, corn. They build these um, racks to put their corn in. Mm-hmm. And we climbed up and sat on top of all their corn for the season. And they had so much corn. They were like, look at all this corn we have. We can feed it to the goats now. And like, we have enough for us, but we have enough for them. And, you know, it was just amazing to see the transformation in people. And and the work that World Vision does is so important. And I just, I can't stress it enough that like sponsoring these children. It really and does sending them birthday lives. presents changes their lives. They got a roof on their house because we sent them birthday presents in April. And I didn't know, you know, you're like, of course, I hope that's what is happening. But then right. when you go there, you you're don't like, no, but it does. It's it's happening. Like when you sponsor a child, it helps the whole village. When you send that child a gift, it really helps that child. Like it's just I'm just blown away. It was so magical. And the boys got to spend some time with their sponsor sisters, as we call them. And me and the mom hung out a bit and she just couldn't stop hugging me and smiling and saying, thank you. And look at my life now. And and they all kept saying, a lot of the um, people that I talked to kept saying, look how smart I look. Look how smart uh, I look. Like meaning like old-fashioned English. Yes. Like, you know, I look so clean and put together, right? Like, um, so it was just, there was, there's so, their smiles are so big and they are so grateful for just watering goats, you know? That's and amazing. here we are going like, I got to go get my nails done today. Or I know. I came back and I was like, I guess I should pluck my eyebrows now. But I liked <laughs> not having to, you know? I liked being like, it doesn't matter. I don't it know. puts it all into perspective. It really does. To and see then, what really matters. It really, and that's the that's the thing I'm hoping my boys take away is like Brady said he didn't realize how valuable water is, and he's going to take shorter showers now. He was like, he's so look at that. Like he's like, I didn't realize that this was like, not everybody has this. Right. You know, that they have to go and pump it into a bucket and carry that bucket back and hope that you know it's clean enough. And you know they knew they weren't allowed to like even eat the ice over there because our systems aren't can't handle the kind of water right. that they have. So they were super aware of that. And I'm really proud of them for handling it the way they did. And and they just wanted to, we brought so many gifts of bags and they just kept wanting to be like, I wish we had more soccer balls to hand out. I wish we had more bracelets with Bible verses on it to hand out. I wish we had more, you know, clothes or flip-flops or, you know, we brought so much stuff, period underwear and, yeah. and the company salt. That, that was, was so cool. Amazing. Um, I gave the whole lot of it to... Um, the school where the girls go and there were something like 350 kids so I brought 150 pairs of period underwear so hopefully all the girls got a pair I hope so yeah so anyways then we went on to the Luangwa River to a safari camp and we stayed there for like four nights and we saw every animal you could except for wildebeest (laughs) 
unfortunately. Honestly, if you're going to miss out on any of them, I feel like the wildebeest is the one. one. It's the one. Although Tucker was like, can we give up the zebras for the wildebeest? (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) It's the zebras. And you do see a lot of zebras where you're like, oh, another zebra. They're everywhere. It's like (laughs) the cockroaches. The hippo. Yeah. The hippos were the coolest to me. Um, Right outside. So our bedroom doesn't have didn't have windows, just screens. And you can hear them all night long snorting. So if you go to my Instagram, you can hear the story. Um, I I did a I don't think I did a story. I think it's on Instagram. I think it's a post. Yeah. So I kept trying to catch it. It's so I, I on the last night I recorded about 15 minutes of just outside noises. And it's mainly hippos snorting. They're so funny because they go, or they make like this. Like, I think you've got a new gig. I think you should just be a sound effects girl. No, you should Tucker snoring and hippo. Tucker's snort. my foley kid. Tucker's gonna be doing foley when he's older. He can do. He's been working on the hippo snort. We'll get him in here <laughs> to do a hippo snort for us. But it was the hippos were my favorite for sure. But there were crocs everywhere. There was a leopard with her baby cubs. That the first night we saw her, um, oh, we ran into her while she was hunting a puku, like a deer. And there were some other Jeeps nearby, so you could tell that, like, something was going on over there. So we pulled in, and we killed the engine, and we sit there with these other Jeeps and we're watching. There's a puku over here, and we realize there's a leopard over here, and they're watching each other. And slowly the leopard kind of moves and hides herself, and the puku all of a sudden starts walking right in front of her. I'm going to post this video because it is absolutely insane what Little happened. National Geographic style. Full National Geographic. And we were like, that thing is dead. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. Like, what, what happens if everybody gasps or screams when it catches it and then she turns on us? Or I, I don't know. I was like, what's going to happen? That puku is fast. Though. Let me just say that. I don't want to give it away, but that puku is fast. And then later on that evening, so then every night on a game drive, we would stop and have a little happy hour drink while or like a little snack for the boys while we watch the sunset. So we'd get out of the Jeep in a safe location, which one night like elephants came up to us and we were like, oh, crap, should we get in the Jeep? (laughs) Um, Elephants like I I assume out there they're kind of used to being around humans in some. Well, that's this park. As long as you stay in the Jeep, they think the Jeeps are like another animal. So it's as long as you don't get out of the Jeep. Then they're, cool. you, they're not worried about you at all. We pulled up on lions sleeping. They didn't even flinch. They didn't even open their eyes. They just like, they're they're busy. They're snoring. They're, the leopard, she was, she caught a, that night after we had our happy hour, she caught a goose. We watched her come up a ravine because they sneak in like the deep mm-hmm. like water ravines. And she like jumped up and got this goose. And we watched her, we traced her back to where she sat down and started eating it. And I took the, the next day I went back and got the feathers. So I have the feathers from that goose. But she devoured this goose. <laughs> we watched her pull out the heart and the intestines. She cracked the bones. It was Mark was uh, really getting nauseous by it. Yeah. But she's defeathering it. So the whole time she's going, and she's pulling out the feathers, and then she's like kicking them to the side. So feathers are just flying everywhere. She's just digging in this thing, crunching in my on the head, bones. There's just this like cartoon action happening. Oh, I can post it. I have it because of course we videotape like the whole freaking thing. You're going to need to put a trigger warning before that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I didn't get like the heart and intestines and all that, but the crunching of the bones that really bothered Mark, but it didn't. Tucker and I kind of thought it was cool. But (laughs) so the next day I go back and get the feathers and then we find out that that same mama leopard, because we knew it was a mom. They they knew it had cubs somewhere, but they'd never seen the cubs. And uh, the next day or maybe two days later, we found out that she got a kill and it's in the tree. And so she's hung this puku up in the tree and the cubs are all gnawing on it. And like then up she comes tree. up in the tree because they hang like the the hooves a certain way. So it hangs there overnight, but they have to eat it kind of quick before the hyenas come. So because the hyenas will eat her cubs, too, if they oh. get loose. So she came down out of the tree. One was up there like gnawing on it. 
and she came down out of the tree and another one walks up and starts breastfeeding like on her. Oh. Like it was the cutest little and the cubs were just like making these little sounds. Like, it was really cute. That sounds But then we did get a little too close to them and she she growled. She almost leaped at us. We had to he started the engine just in time to scare her off because before that he was looking right she was looking right at Brady. Mm. My kids aren't really good at holding still. He looked delicious, eh? Well, what happened was she was creeping away. <laughs> of course, he, he is delicious. But she was she was she was walking away with her um, cubs and went around a bush, and we're kind of following her in the jeep. And we make the turn, and we didn't realize she had laid right down. So we pull up, and we're right. I mean, like as close as your knee is to me is where she was. And I was like, we were just like, <gasps> and so he kills the engine real quick, and we sit there, and he's like, don't move, and we're like holding still. She's like, she starts showing us her teeth and she's like, and then the cubs are kind of hanging out. She looks around and she looks back and we're like, Like, get away from my baby. Oh my God, what do we do? Because like, don't move. I was like, Tucker, don't look at its eyes. And then, but Brady said he was growling back at her. I'm like, well, maybe that's why she wanted to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so that we saw leopards. We saw the hippos were everywhere. Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think what else, like, incredible. The mama lions walked between a bunch of jeeps. There were a few, like, a bunch of jeeps came up. Oh, there was a standoff between giraffes and lions. It was the coolest thing. It was four mama lions and maybe, like, six cubs of different, all different sizes. And when we walked over, when we drove over, we saw there were a bunch of giraffes kind of walking away and the lions were laying down. So we went over to where the other jeeps were parked. We turned off the engine and just watching the lions. And they start to kind of walk away between the jeeps, like, behind us, and giraffes start coming out of the woods again. I mean, there were, like, 20 giraffes and, and a few babies in, that were way in the back. Do lions eat giraffes? So they will eat a baby. Oh, okay. The four moms could take down a baby giraffe. Um, they probably won't go after an, a, a, an adult giraffe. But they—so what the giraffes were doing was, apparently, according to the guides, was, like, um, we see you, we know you're here, and we're not going to let you mess with us. So they all kind of came in together— and stood there and watched the mama lions and like with the dad giraffe right in the front and all the women around and then the babies in the back. And they're all just it's so cool to see all these tall, amazing, like so almost like brontosaurus like, type yeah. animals. So they have like a formation basically to intimidate. Yeah, they just were there and they were just staring them down. And the lions are just sort of like, hey, and then they like take a nap, <laughs> lick something like just like cats do, you know, a few of them walked away. One mama was still there like, I'm good. What, what's the problem? What's the problem here? And yeah, it was really cool. I was like, what's going on? What's going to happen? So how long were you there altogether? We were there about 18 days. That's a nice long trip. You know, I figure if you're going to go that far, you need to really experience it. You got to do it. Yeah. And I wanted to start with a sort of a touristy thing to get the kids right into like, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And then go into the difficult field work, which was just, it's heart wrenching, but it's so rewarding, but it's long drives. And that's also a place where you can't get a like... The hotel room is basically a little bit of hot water mm-hmm. and a bed, you know, and the food is like iffy. So we go to pizza a lot. There's a place called Debonair's Pizza. Very delicious. Um, but yeah, so it was and then and then to end with just the safari, it was just us on a river with like the most amazing people that work there that just you wake up in the morning and breakfast is made and you go out on a game drive and breakfast is cleaned up and your bed is made and then your laundry is done. If it's put in a basket, laundry is done. When you get back, the laundry is done. They hand you a hot towel and it was michael michael was our our guy who took care of us handed us a, he was like would you like tea would you like some biscuits cookies I'm like yes it's tea time let's have some tea and then he's like would you like to do a game drive tonight or go fishing or just sit by the you know here's what we're going to serve for dinner tonight and he, they make your food wow. they clean it up it was like it was the most 
glorious in every way. And thank God, because Mark was sick. He was like really oh. sick. He got bronchitis. So he was miserable for the whole end of the trip. But um, but they made it so easy and nice. Like food is just there in front of you and it gets whisked away when you're done. And you're just hanging with the animals. And just I just read a lot of books. And That sounds magical. It was. So I want to like change my life now. Like <laughs> do it. That's the I whole go, point of traveling. I know. I want to go off Instagram. I want to stop like all the man manscaping. What's it called? Not manscaping. Um, what do you call it? Body, Body admin. admin. <laughs> <laughs> Body admin. Not manscaping. Personal Hold on. grooming. <laughs> She's going full wildebeest on us, y'all. I'm gonna go wildebeest on you guys. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm gonna use that for sure. Oh, but I'm gonna post so many. I just haven't. It's a I don't know where to in here. start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start with all my like. I want to post so much stuff, but I don't want. I don't want to annoy people, but I think you need to just make like a big reel, and then of course do all the photo carousels. So yeah. We all want to see it. That's one of those things that's like on. I think everybody's bucket list. I want to go on safari one day. I want to see Africa. But yeah. getting there and doing it, it's probably one of the hardest it's things. Difficult. To do. It was. I mean, you know, I was stressing out for so long just trying to figure out all the flights and the pieces and the. And all the, you know, what to bring, what to pack. I mean, you weren't really fully even set on your itinerary until like the day before you No, left. I wasn't. I wasn't. I ch kept changing, having to change things around because certain flights didn't work out or certain places didn't work out. And it was, uh, but this is something I've wanted to do since Mason was born because he goes to college next year. And I don't know what next summer is going to look like. I don't know if he goes right away to college or if we have yeah. him around or so this was like kind of our last family trip in a way Ew. that I, I know of, that, that I know of. Like, I mean, obviously there'll be others, but oh, they might be few my heart a whole lot. You know what else hurts my heart is when we got your text message like four hours after you'd left Nashville that Tucker <laughs> lost his iPad. He lost his iPad <laughs> in the Atlanta airport, y'all. Before we got on the 15-hour flight to Johannesburg and before we went for three weeks on long car drives. I mean, we were driving. We drove more than we flew yeah. anywhere. But yeah. And then like being at the cabin um, on the river, there was like nothing to do when you weren't on game drive. There was nothing. You're not even allowed to leave the house because you could get attacked by a baboon or a leopard or an <laughs> elephant. So we literally had to stay at the house. And I thank God I brought backgammon and Uno because that at night, me and the kids, Mark was sick and went to bed every night. But after dinner, when it got dark and we would hear those hippos snorting, we would just play Uno. It was so fun. That is so fun. Great yeah. bonding time. It was so great maybe there was a reason to lose the iPad. I think it was a, a little bit of a, yeah. I think it was Little. okay. And the thing is, we had no Wi-Fi. Like, you know, it you wouldn't barely have heard. Anyway. Yeah. I was trying so hard. You guys, you, the Wellies, our group mm -hmm. here, are the only group, the only, like, texts I was desperately trying to send out, mainly because I wanted to send you all the animal videos. <laughs> Which I loved. There were so many, like, baby baboons, and I, I can't wait to show you the, the baby zebra. snorts is probably my favorite. <sighs> Mine, too. And oh, the, so then the I got where back. you're, like, reading, and there's a zebra behind you. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. They just too. wander around the, Which is, the property. I can't, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's, that's the Avani like. Hotel in Livingstone. And it is so cool because it's there's zebra by the pool. There's giraffes on the property. And we figured out where to go for the feeding in the morning, like where they feed them. So we got to go for that picture where it's like eating my head. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah. If anyone ever wants to go see Victoria Falls, I highly recommend the Avani Hotel. It was just, it's really cool. I'm so jealous. I went to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it was Florida not is awesome. It was not a wild frontier unless, well, some parts of Orlando are a wild frontier. Disney World could be considered but, a wild frontier. Eh, it's it's a mild, mild wild. You never know where you're going to get when you get in there. That is true. <laughs> that you is never know true. what those lines are going to be was, like or who's going to be fighting you for a Dole Whip. It's actually a very chill time to be there this year. Usually June is like 
bah, you don't want to. But it was the lines were not long. It was oh, predictably good. wonderful weather and I have zero complaints. It was a restful time for us. That's nice. Yeah. That's I mean, I literally didn't want to leave that river in Zambia because I was like, it's so relaxing. Like I finally feel like I'm able I'm at a point in my life where I'm able to relax. Oh. For the first time ever. I can sit and read a book and Breathe. just be okay. Yeah. I got used to just kind of sitting in a rocking chair and listening to the hippos, like kind of watching them and observing things and like the it was so quiet. There was not a sound. Like at the Avani Hotel in Livingstone by Victoria Falls, there's so many helicopters doing that helicopter tour mm-hmm. it's that loud. it is nonstop. And then Choma, we were it, while it was silent, there's a lot of wild dogs out there, but there's also we were driving so much that it was like cars and then we were around people so much. And then um and then to get out to the river, it's just like so silent. I feel like my ears adjusted to a different kind of silence that I haven't been used to maybe my entire life. It's like when, you know, when the power goes out and suddenly your house is actually quiet. Silent, yeah. And you realize how loud your everyday life yeah. really is. There's nothing running there. I mean, they, and, and a lot of these places, even South Africa, because then we went to Johannesburg for a few days. We spent a few days there and we saw some like shanty towns and stuff. That was wild. Um, a, a gentleman gave us a tour of like his house at the shanty town. And like, I met the kids and and I don't know which one is is worse, being poor in the city or being poor out in the out in the way out villages where there's nothing around. But at least they have space, right? Way, and they have clean air. Like I feel like in the city of Johannesburg, I was like, there's so much disease here. There's, there's AIDS still running mm-hmm. rampant. There's just so many, you know, animals just kind of garbage everywhere. I was shocked. The city of Johannesburg had a really big sanitation problem, but um, but it was just a really interesting. I forget where I was going with that. But anyway, <laughs> I forgot about that part of the trip. We ended up the last two days just kind of chilling in Johannesburg, getting our rest on so that we could take a 15-hour flight back. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad. The flight actually, we all said we were really dreading it, and it was not that bad. That's good. Yeah, it did really wasn't. Did you all sit together? Were you spread out? We did. We were four in the middle, and then Mason sat in the window with another guy between us. Like, he, there was a guy on the aisle. So it was Mason at the window, and then a guy on the aisle, and then the four of us across. Um and unfortunately, they had those things up in between the like, oh, yeah. divider, so you can't, like, lay on each other. But the seat goes back enough, and there's, like, a little footresty thing, which is all I need. If I have a footrest, I'm good. And then you have, like, millions of movies. Yeah, because you're, like, nugget-sized. Imagine I being know. a giant. But Mark said he was fine in it. That's good. Mark was, like, because I was really worried about maybe him. Maybe it was actually... the cough medicine. <laughs> maybe. I kept trying to upgrade him because I was really worried about him not sleeping and just being in pain, sitting mm-hmm. with his back being bad. But he was like, that wasn't bad. I wouldn't pay for first class. Like, there's no reason. He really thought it was, he was that's like, great. waste of money. I was like, all right, fine. Awesome. Good to know. <laughs> well, that's a relief. I know you were really worried about that. I was worried about that 15-hour flight home that the kids would be like, this sucks. But And that's all they'd remember. But it was fine. And the thing is, they had so many movies and TV shows on there, games and stuff to play, um, that uh, I binged so much stuff. You well, ready to talk about binging? I'm ready. I've I think I've watched more TV in the last month than I have in the last year. I think I've watched more in the last three days than I have in the last few months. Well, sure. I've got one that you have to watch tonight because I know you okay. haven't watched it yet. Uh, the Sound of Freedom. Oh, it yeah. just came out. Oh my gosh! What is this about? It's so this guy who is basically saving children out of human trafficking. A true story. Based on a true story, the movie, it's like the story in the movie is not fully true. It's obviously embellished and changed a bit for entertainment value, but it is life-changing. Really? 
it, right now, I think there's a lot of controversy surrounding it because really? a conservative group made it. Oh. But that really shouldn't matter. Oh, no, if it's a great story. It's a, and it's beautifully done, beautifully shot, um, wonderful acting. It is, it will, it is gut wrenching. Like, you know, I don't watch high conflict movies. Yeah. And this one had just been so, like, talked up by everyone around me. And Logan was going to watch it without me. He started it without me. And I came in and, I couldn't take my eyes off of is it. Is this is this in theaters right now? It is. Okay. It's in theaters right now. Um, we were lucky enough to have a screener, so we got to watch it at home. Okay. But, um, it will change at your heart. Like there, it will. It, it. I can't even describe it. You yeah. have to watch it. Well, when we got home, the first thing, the only thing we could think to do while we recover from jet lag was go to the movies. Tucker was dying to go to the movies. He wanted to see Transformers again. He's already seen it <laughs> twice. And is it comes new out. Transformers? Or it came out yesterday on. Uh, yeah, there's a new Transformers. I had no idea. He'd already seen it twice before we left town. And then he had Mark pre-buy it, uh, which came out yesterday on whatever, oh, you know, at so home. So I can watch it at home. You can watch it at home. So we were like, we're not going to go to the movies again and watch Transformers. So I, I insisted he go see Indiana Jones. But I know Sound of Freedom was playing there, too. Indiana Jones is so, so good. Oh, I loved it. I did love it. And I just love that they keep going with the hat thing. I know. And Harrison Ford, he's, he, I mean, it, I know we've said it before. But it's up there with Patrick Stewart. Like, yeah. at 80 years old, that man is still so good looking. Yeah, but and he, I mean, they age him down in this. But honestly, when they even when they age him up, like, sometimes his body doesn't move like a young man anymore. No, but tell. he he's but not. his face still looks fantastic. Gosh, it's fantastic. Yeah, he has very few wrinkles. Like, he has some really deep wrinkles, but not a lot. He's, like, it's not He can altering. do no wrong. Yeah. In my world... And that's a long movie. Like they could have cut that movie by thirty. It's an it's two and a half oh, hours. There was plenty they could have taken out of it, but, but it like, was so fun. Help the man out. Like don't make him be in so much of the movie. Like you know, <laughs> if you made that an hour and a half movie, he would have to work a lot less. There's one point. This isn't spoiling anything. They're like climbing these rocks, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this man is elderly. Why are we making him climb? But they rocks? did make a joke about it though, because he does go at some point. She goes, "Everything okay up there?" And he's like. Yeah, he just uh, he he makes up some excuse and he's yeah. like, "Just go ahead of me, just go ahead of me." So it's like obvious that they're showing that he's slowing down, right? Um, but they they do do this transformation between like the nineteen what late forties to what's it supposed to be the seventies, mm -hmm. and I mean he really they show him in a like a wife beater mm -hmm. and he really I mean you can see the change in his body and his yeah. hair's gray and all that, so you do see like the shift in time. They really were dramatic about that. Um, but it was so good. It's still funny. It was super action-packed. And being jet-lagged, I thought for sure we're going to fall asleep. No, it's great. I was awake the whole time. Mark I loved dozed it. off for maybe 10 minutes. But Highly recommend. Very highly recommend. Although, you know what's funny is I had, didn't see the one before it. Now I got to go no. back. No. Which one? Uh, that's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Crystal Skull. Is that right? Is it Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, yeah. Is it's it the one with Chris Pine? No? No. Oh, okay. No. Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah. It's not as great. No. I mean, it's I never good, heard good things about but it, it, but. it. Well, because they're looking for the crystal skull, so there's like a lot of alien stuff like oh. in it, and it's fine. It this one is great though. This one is, and you don't like have classic. to see that one to understand this one. Like okay. our kids have never seen any of them. No, Logan has tried, and they just weren't like feeling it. I know my kids uh, kind of did the same thing. We showed them a few of them, but they but they loved this one. Okay, yeah, Tucker Tucker was not excited about it because obviously he wanted to see Transformers, but we threatened him with his life. If you <laughs> if you want to go see a movie, this is what we're going to see. And he was like, fine. And he's there sitting there pouting. But, I mean, he was, like, riveted. He was All, into it. Even my girls. Or, no. Yeah, did I take my girls? No, I just took my son. Just Riker? Yeah. 
But Riker loved it. The girls, we well, showed them the trailer, of, and they were like, eh. Well, there's a lot of— But I think uh, if they actually sat down and watched it— they What language were they speaking in the beginning? I forget. Um, German. Oh, German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because mm-hmm. they're in Nazi Germany. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, captions. Reading. Yeah, yeah, subtitles. So I was shocked that he stuck around for the first 10, 15 minutes of that. But um, it was it was really good. It was really good. What else did we see in theater? Uh, oh, uh, Logan and I went to see Asteroid City. Oh, you did? Yes. I want to see that, but Mark's not into it, so I have um, to do it by myself. It's No, I think Mark would actually, there's parts of it Mark wouldn't like, but there, for the most part, I think he'd like it. Well, he liked Life Aquatic, and he loves Rushmore. It's, okay, it's nowhere on par with either of those. No. As far as, like... Is it like the hotel one? What's the hotel one? Yeah, kind of Grand Budapesti. Um, did you see, what was the last one? The French Mm-mm. whatever? No, I haven't. Dispatch. I oh. Yeah. Um, it, oh, maybe I did. It's like the one that was three stories or four stories cut into Oh, no, I pieces. did not see that. I just remember. Um, so it's, I would say it's more on par with that. It's better than that one. I enjoyed it more than that one. But basically what happens without giving spoilers or whatever, it's a movie of them making a play. Oh. And which I never got from the trailer. I had no idea yeah. that was part of it. Um, and honestly, I wish it wasn't that. If it was just the story of... Well, because what's confusing to me is, is it feels like Hello Tomorrow in a way, where it's that old-fashioned futuristic. Sort of, but it is actually old-fashioned. It is old-fashioned. Yes, okay. it's set in the 60s, 50s, something like that. Um, so if it had just been the story of the city, amazing. The The play part is what threw me off. Oh. So if you go in knowing that that is part of it, I think that would make it easier okay. and you might enjoy it more. All right. So... I would give it like a well. His visuals, West three and a half visuals out of are five. so incredible, beautiful. Like, Scarlett I, Johansson. Stunning. I mean, that cast. Steve Carell, like Steve Carell's name is like eighth on the list. By well, the way, of like people. Apparently, it wasn't supposed to be him. That was supposed to be Bill Murray. Was that Bill character. Murray? I was wondering which part was Bill Murray. He was there on set, and so they filmed this thing with him. Mm. And it's him and Jason Schwartzman, and they're in character, and they're like talking about the making of Asteroid City. Oh, and it's really cute. So. All right, cool. I will have to check that out. I love. I do love. See, Mark's not. It's like an art house film. Mark's not into the art house films. It but is. We were also thinking about seeing. I just feel like Wes Anderson's so mainstream now, though. Like it was art house, yeah. and now it's like. I mean, there's an Instagram filter. So yeah, <laughs> there sure you is. can't really call it. That's true. What's the What's the one with Jennifer Lawrence though? Because I almost, if Tucker wanted to go see Transformers, I was going to be like, "You go in that theater. I'm going over here." Because uh, uh, what's the what is it called? Um. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one yet, but I. It looks so cute. I, it does. It looks funny. It looks funny, and she's like, she is really funny. I yes. have to say, she is really funny. She's very versatile, and she looks really fresh in it, like not overly done up. I like the look of it, and uh, I watched the preview, and I just thought it looked really well, entertaining. We should go see that. I know. I'll go. But you know what? I can't wait for. I can't believe it's still not Barbie. Out yet. Barbie. It's coming. I'm freaking dying with all these pictures I'm seeing all Next over Instagram. Week. The premiere and the I know all the different like if when there they were was in any Korea premiere. And, then, well, you were in Africa, I guess. I wasn't. Like, no, yesterday. it was. I think it was like it was last two night. days ago or something. No, yeah, it was last night. And it was like it, the not only that premiere, but there's been premieres all around the world, right? Like I there's watched, one coming up in New York and one coming up in London. There is. Well, they if just, you're ever going to use your celebrity card, can you like, go to London? Can, no, let's go to New York. Oh, we could do New York. Can you get us on the list? What? <sighs> we got to get dresses. I think everybody wants to be on that list. Uh, who cares? Ask. <laughs> Can I lose 20 pounds and get a stylist first? We'll, we'll just go get body wraps the day before. We'll be <sighs> I fine. I know. I do want to. But I'm just dying to see it's it. Let's like just take days. our girl group and eat popcorn instead. 
Let's not worry about the premiere. I don't need to get dressed up like that. I she just want a perfect pony right now. I know. Oh, so look. So we have our Hannah Waddington candle, right? Yeah. This is my my uh, homage to um, uh, Keely. <gasps> right? The Ariana, Keely the Ariana Grande Keely ponytail. That's I love what I was it. trying to do today. I just had to put it up. It was dirty. It's really cute. Thanks. It looks it looks very purposeful. Thanks. Thanks. Cute. And it doesn't my, look dirty. It's floofing around all. I tried to make like. it dirty actually to try to make it. I, my hair's so fine that I have to like dirty it up just to make it stay. I do Otherwise, not have that problem. No, my hair just like slips out and does its own thing. My hair is like <laughs> your hair stays where you put it. Yeah. Oh, the other day. So I went to a dog show. What? <laughs> Two like things. Westminster? Sort of. It was an AKC dog show. And it was... I was what is AKC? What does this mean? American Kennel Club. Oh, Kennel. Okay, that makes sense. So I um, I can actually talk about it now. I haven't even posted pictures or anything this whole week, past weekend, because I was on a secret mission with my sister. She got a new puppy. Oh. And her kids did not know. They just got the new dog yesterday mm. it was the cutest surprise ever um her name is penny she's a bearded collie and uh, so we flew up to michigan it's a bearded collie because like cleo's a collie mix. um it's got like long flowing hair i'll, I'll show you a okay picture. it's okay. real cute though and it's got muppet paws oh and they have this little bounce it's precious <laughs> um so i had never been to a dog show so we fly up to michigan and this breeder that my sister's getting uh, this dog from, which I am very pro-adopt dogs. I But I do understand that people have specific breeds they love. And if you do that and you go to a reputable breeder, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. That's fine. So that's what my sister did. She w- So we went to this dog show to meet up with this breeder. And she had dogs in the show. So we got to watch this whole process. And let me tell you, heaven is going to look like a dog show. <laughs> <laughs> they are everywhere. And and. There's every breed that you've never actually seen in person, and they're just walking around looking like their best selves because they've been groomed to the nines, and they're just so happy and like prancing. They want the you to look at around it. with their bedazzled oh. collars, and oh, it was just incredible! Like everywhere you turn, there's just floof and jowls and snoots and <laughs> eyes, this and is the exact opposite of like an African safari. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Though I was in. I was in heaven. I was like, this is what heaven is going to be like. There are going to be dogs everywhere. (laughs) And if they're not about to go in the ring, they'll let you pet them. And hell is probably like an African safari where you're like, where it's only wildebeest. And you're like, just trying to keep the elephants and the leopards (laughs) and the hyenas away. It was, it was magical though. It was such a cool thing. I'd never been to one before. So I was taken, there was a pool and these dogs. They swim? No, they jump into the pool as far as they can. What? That's like a sport? Oh, and they're so happy. They're like up on this little dock and they're like shaking and their tails. Okay, so let me tell you the opposite of that is being in a rural part of Zambia and watching a a goat dip tank. (laughs) (laughs) What is a goat dip tank? It's this narrow cement thing they build that provisional help builds around all around the villages. Why do they dip the goats? Once a week, the goats have to be pushed into this little swimming pool and swim across to the other side. And let me tell you the size of the worms and the nasty bugs that come off the I mean, I saw caterpillar Is it things. like deworming the it's goats? It's deworming the goats. And they have to do it once a week with their goats to keep the goats healthy. They used to have to vaccinate them, but now they have these dip tanks. So it's the opposite of your little fluffy doggies. This was not that. Jumping into a beautiful icy blue pool. And then I watched this one dog. It was like, I don't know if it was a whippet. It was something like that, though. Whippet? Kind of That's like a, a dog? So this little mini Great Dane looking dog. It was doing this running competition where they go as fast as they can. They chase this little, it looks like, 
it, it looked like plastic bags tied to a rope, but it's supposed to be a bunny. <laughs> and they like timed them. So we watched these other dogs do it before and they were like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. This dog gets up there. The whip it? The, yeah. The, the ready whip bit? That. <laughs> the mini dog gets up there and it does it in five seconds. I've oh. never seen an animal so fast. It, it must be life. as fast as a puku being chased by a leopard. Right. It was <laughs> it was insane. Aaron and I were both like, <gasps> look at it go. Wow, a little zoom zoom. And then we went and watched all the bearded collies do their thing. I have no idea how they judge. Were they siblings dogs. of your Yes, you know, some niece? of the siblings from other litters. From the, That's yeah, cool. It was really cool. And then she got her puppy. How long were you there? Just one day. Like we flew out. One day and they did all these competitions? Yes. That's wild. It was it, so it was did they get on like a box rounds. of like first, second, third and get their no, ribbons? No, but they did hand out the ribbons, which was really cool. Oh, okay. Just to the adults or did they like put them on the doggies? No, they had them. So when you went into the areas where they had all their like, okay, so A, this thing is intense. It's like pageantry <laughs> for dogs. So there's not just like one backstage area. This was an entire fairgrounds. And in my head going in, I was like, it'll just be like one building with a ring and then maybe another building where well, they think of like the movie Best in Show. Right. Yeah. Because that's what I'd seen. Yeah. Best in show or like the one on TV. What is it the, on Thanksgiving Day? Isn't it the Westminster? Yeah. Show? Yeah. And or they just show that, that one room where they're, tennis right you know, yeah, grooming them. So that's what I was expecting. Oh, no, no. The entire fairgrounds. So every shed, every building is being utilized um, in between. Well, all I guess these. with that many animals, you got to kind of keep them a little separate. Right. So that they don't. I mean, they were all so well behaved with each other. I think they're so well socialized. Yeah. But. They, I mean, like literally anywhere there was space, there were cars and RVs Can you set my up. Dogs? You've gone walking with my dogs. Can you imagine like Cleo being there, like growling at every? No, <laughs> I, I said the same thing. My dog is the most chill dog ever until you take her out of my house. Yeah, yeah, and then she has no chill at all. Mine, well, mine. You know, anytime the Amazon guy shows up, she's <laughs> like, I can't imagine her at one of those shows. Like she would no, eat every other dog. These dogs were so chill. But there, I mean, there were kennels and grooming stations and everything everywhere in between these buildings. Grooming stations. That's they had tables set up. I but mean, does like, each like owner do their own grooming? They do, right? I, I think mostly. Okay. It seemed that way. All right. It was. It was very. I have impressive. to go with you to one of these because, like, I'm. An, it was magical. I, I call myself wait. an event girl, and I like to go to events. Like, I don't want to watch that on TV, but I will go at least once and just see it. Oh, the other thing I haven't told you about is I have a new hobby. Oh. It's weird. Okay. You're gonna love it. What's your hobby. I find rocks. Oh, jeez. I think I saw this on your Instagram. <laughs> are you a rock hunter? Is this? I'm a rock hounder now. <laughs> what the hell are you do with the rocks? Oh, well, I don't like know my, what I'm going to do with them yet, but you, I have You're like them. my 10-year-old who's like, I need to collect all the Can rocks. Can I tell I'm you like, how why? relaxing it is? Please. It's so, so okay. <laughs> Confused? I, I have started this as a camp and a thing, which is what, you know, I take oh, yeah. my nieces and nephews and my kids and we go out in the woods or we do art or whatever it is. So we just decided... Last year, on one of the days, we wanted to go find rocks. And I downloaded this rock identifier on my phone, and we went out, and that's what we did. And we had a blast. So we did it again this year. And you identify them on your phone? Yeah. So you, like, take the rock, and you take a picture of it, and it tells you, like, what it is. Okay. Okay. Keep going. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. So then... We did that, and then we had a great time. We found some really cool rocks and fossils, and we were like, this is really cool. So the next weekend, there was a gym show here in town, Oh, and they all wanted to go to the gym show. You're becoming like a 70-year-old in front of me. 
with your dog shows and gym okay. shows. You know, Krista Miller, Miller's character in Shrinking? With her, I think I'm that <laughs> now. Oh my gosh. That makes so much sense. Do you, do you have a rock tumbler now? I ordered Are one you on Amazon. Oh my gosh. By the way, we had one of those because Brady was really into gems for a little I while. So for this. Christmas, he got one a few years ago. Yeah. That is so loud. There is nowhere you go can in the put garage. That. Oh no. It has to go in the garage under an entire mattress surrounded by towels. I ordered one towels. that has like a dampening thing oh, that goes luck. over it. There is no quieting that. It's like the blender closet, you know? Well, because it has to be rough on the inside, so it has to make all those left. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, good luck. I'm really excited about it, though. <laughs> so I, the other day before I got on the plane to go with my sister to Michigan, my kids were all off doing other things, and so I had an entire morning by myself, which never happens. And guess what I did? Did you spend time with rocks? I went out to the river by myself. Yeah, I'm concerned about you. And found rocks. Okay. I don't think this is the best, um, the safest of hobbies because um, I'm fine you twist an ankle spiders. on the riverbed. You're by yourself and you're playing You're talking to rocks. So I don't know that I like this for you. <laughs> I, I had a really good time. Are you going to paint them? Polish them? Display them? Well, like, I what are you going to do? Tumbler so I could polish Sell them? them? No. Are I'm going to start an Etsy page no. of rocks. No. Come on. Do you want to do what Tucker does and go start a little stand down on the street Maybe. with your rock stand? Me and Tucker could sell rocks Tucker together. keeps trying to sell his geodes. They're not geodes. They're rocks. I did find a geode. Did you? I did, and I cracked it open. How did you know it was a geode? Well, because I, I looked up online how to find one. <laughs> what, what, how to identify one? Yeah. Okay. And how, how do we do this? <laughs> so you want to... It, it's They're usually pretty round, rounder than other rocks, and they have a rough... Appearance on the outside. They kind of look like a rough egg. Don't they're they? like lumpy. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so once I looked up like what I was looking for, I've only found really small ones. They're only like this okay. big. And but when I cracked them open, sure enough, there's like crystals all inside. Oh my gosh. That's well because Tucker was obsessed with these, obsessed with geodes. So for one hollow. birthday, like everyone got him the geodes that are not cracked, so you mm -hmm. have to crack them. I was really terrified to give that kid a hammer. He was like eight. But um, so I, I think I know what you're talking about. Like they're like yeah, they almost look like eggs that have gunk on them. <laughs> they look like alien eggs. Kind of. Yes. Okay. Lumpy alien Wait, eggs. we have to talk about a few more um, movies, books, and shows real quick. Oh, I've got tons. Let's go. I have so many. Um, so, hold on. I have, okay. All right, let's start with movies because we were already talking about Indiana Jones, Barbie, and everything. Bring it. On the way to Africa, I watched Out of Africa. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Have you never seen I that I never before? saw it. Oh, it's... I downloaded it so I could watch it because I was like, I need an African movie going into Africa. And there's not that many, really. I've already seen, like, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind and things like that, but I'd never seen this movie. It it's really moved movie. me. It moved me. What yeah. year did that come out? True story. Uh, probably the 80s, right? Redford and um, I feel like early Meryl 90s. Street. If I saw it... You think early 90s? Yeah. No, I think you probably saw it just because it's like a... a I think maybe I saw it on video. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure because I think it's... She's young in it. Um, uh, Meryl Streep is really young. 1985. Oh, that was the year before I was born. It's two and a half, two... It's longer than Indiana Jones. And it's slow, but it was so good. It is a beautiful movie. True story of a woman, um, 20th Central Colonial Kenya... Um, Danish Baroness who becomes a plantation owner when she moves down. She moves to become a Baroness. She moves to Kenya. Um, and just all the kind of things that happened to her from, you know, falling out of love to meeting Robert Redford and, and his Robert plane. Redford. He's a pilot. And oh, it's just and she starts a coffee farm and her relationship with the people that live there and work with her and what she leaves them. She, has to, she leaves Africa. That's what's called out of Africa. Anyway, if you haven't seen it. Highly it's recommend. Great. Beautiful movie, man. I mean, just for the scenery alone, just watch it. And the performances. It was just amazing. Um, and then also on the way there, I watched 
A Fish Called Wanda, because it was my grandma's favorite. I think it was my grand. Yeah, it was my grandma's favorite a movie. Fish Called Wanda. She I think I've seen the play version of A Fish Called Wanda. I don't think I've really? seen the movie. The movie is it's Kevin Klein, uh, Jamie uh, uh, Curtis, um, but all the famous Brits too. Um, what's his name? Oh, John Cleese. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Klein, Michael. What's his name? Michael Palin. Um, just an amazing cast. So funny. So raunchy <laughs> so inappropriate so wrong things you couldn't get away with now like, no that movie could never be made. oh no but it was my grandma's favorite so it was fun to watch it i think i'd watch it, you like, feel like you learned something about your grandma by watching a little that. bit i was like she was a dirty lady like she <laughs> liked things a little bit inappropriate and raunchy and i mean the whole movie is just like everyone's just doing each other dirty it's mm-hmm. like it's bad so um it was really fun to watch and then on the way home i decided to do i did a little girly thing I mean, I just had so much freaking time on the plane. I should have watched like five movies. But on the way home, I watched uh, 80 for Brady. Is it Finally. good? It was good. It's very long. Really? It, it could really be shortened quite a bit. Oh. But um, the ladies all did a fantastic job. But it's it keeps having, it has a lot of endings. Oh, I kept okay. going, oh, okay, they got the tickets. Oh, okay, they got inside. Oh, okay, they got in the suite. Oh, okay. Like, what else has to happen here? Right. Um, and then I watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I don't know why I was having like I felt like I've such never a even chick heard flick. of that. Oh, it was the um, Kristen Wiig. Uh, what's the other woman's name? Amolo. Um, it's it was it was out a few years ago. It didn't. I think it was during the pandemic though. Oh, okay. Barb and Star go to visit. Yeah, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Oh, um, how they both I not? wrote I've it. Heard of this? Yeah, it's they. It's these two women and they talk like this all the time. And they something goes awry. Oh, they lose their job. At Jennifer Convertibles in their small town, and someone told them all about Vista. Oh, it's a um, um, a Wendy McLovin Lovey uh, from uh, uh, Goldberg's. Yeah, Goldberg's. I think I just said her name wrong, but um, she tells them about Vista Del Mar and how her and her husband went. And it's a magical place, and so they go, and it's just like this Florida vampy, <laughs> bright, colorful cheese ball place, and everything's like the '80s. I don't know if it was supposed to be set in the '80s, but it certainly looks like it. So it was fun. It was just a fun little campy movie. I'm, I like that one, but. Not highly recommended, but definitely a cute. Like, if you have some time to kill, yeah, cute watch to put it. on. Watch it if you have some time and you're feeling like something nice and loosey-goosey. Um, speaking of loosey-goosey, the thing I got into finally, which I we've talked about this before, was Schmigadoon. Oh. I now love it. I'm sorry, what? I hated it before. You hated it. I know. I think it's because I was like, in, you have to be in the right place for this. And now you are? I feel like I'm in the right place for Schmigadoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so season one or season two? I'm only in season one okay. still, but, um, you know, I think you have to, for me, I'm not a, I'm not always in the mood for a musical. So I think the first one hit me wrong, especially with Mark. So watching it by myself on a plane, on an iPad was a much better experience. Okay. And I just kept laughing. Mason was sitting next to me and kept looking over at my 17 year old and he kept looking over at me and going, what? And I was just like, he's like, what are you watching? I'm like, this is funny. You need to watch this. So it's really silly. I think we made it about halfway through the first season. I don't think I've finished it. I don't feel like it. Yeah, it's not the kind of show where you feel like a desperate need to watch another. You know what I've been watching this weekend was The Last of Us. You should not watch this movie. No. The show. No. It is horrifying. I know all about it. I don't need to watch it. I will only watch it during daytime hours. If I it's watch that scary to you. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's ho- that's like, a no for me. It reminds me of Maze Runner. If you it, ever have some, no, it's just one of those that keeps you like, you're like, 
oh my gosh, You're where so are they? When are they going to come out? out? What's happening? What's going on? Like you just and know. And it's worse than what you even imagined it was going to oh, be. There, it's a fungus. Like instead of like zombie it's people, a fungus. A fungus. Fu- it's a fungus in the people. Like we all get taken over by fungi right. as the earth well, gets warmer. It's a warmer. video game. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea about that. Yeah. That's crazy. It's um, the but bear. Like, they have these like tentacles that come out of their mouth and that's how they eat you. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Tentacle tongue. But it's, I, but I'm kind of addicted. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tentacle tongue. That's what it is. But it's more like hairy, wispy. Um, like one of those anemones. Yes. Oh, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, Really horrifying, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish it, but I kind of, there's something drawing me to it to be like, oh, are they going to survive? You enjoy that. I'm going to be over here with the bear. Okay. Have you watched it? The bear? Yes. I love the bear. Wait, season two? Season two's out, no. and I finished it. Girl. Really quickly, apparently. Did you finish it really no, quickly? No, I mean, we, we spaced it out. It was like a week. Is it better than the first one? No, but is it good? Incredibly good. But do you find it, I thought this show was supposed to be a comedy. And then it really wasn't. It there is. were some really funny moments. So it's a dramatic the comedy. Or the cousin. Uh, the the thing with season two is a lot of the episodes are a lot shorter. Oh, um, I kind of like that better though. But I would say there's more comedy in this season. It's a little lighter in some respects. But then there are parts of it that um, if you have a dysfunctional family at all, it's Which a little we all do. Come on, exactly. It's a little close to home. Sometimes. Okay. okay. Um, so there's one specific episode that I won't spoil, but where I was, I looked at Logan, I was like, we may have to turn this off. Like, <laughs> oh, I might no. need to take a break from this. Okay. I might have to get um, to this. Because it is just a little, little too familiar and a little too intense. Ugh. And you're like, oh. All right. Okay. You know, I still haven't finished The Great or Handmaid's Tale. Like, I was planning on doing that. I will not finish The Great. Because I feel what like a waste I have of my time. To. I feel like I have to. I dedicated I love it again. so much of my time to that show. We're not going to love it again. There's no way. Those writers have taken it. But Nicholas Holt is so wall. great. I just want to watch him and be ridiculous no, and He's gross. amazing. And the Elle Fanning is, is amazing. But it's not their fault. I it's voted the for writers. all of them for the Emmys. Oh, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I tried to watch Blockbuster. Did you ever see that? No. Netflix put out a show a while back called Blockbuster. Oh, wait, yes, the last we did watch that. We it watched was that. Awful. It was, it was awful. It was fine. It you was, can't even argue me on this. It, it was, was not awful. great now, but I it was I think fine. the directing was bad. The writing was bad. The acting was terrible. It was all, sorry, everybody it out there. It got canceled. I, I still like, want to work with you. But the next I, day. <laughs> it was so overacted. It was, the directing was weird. They lined everybody up. There was no choreography <laughs> to, the, to the blocking. It was like the actors just all lined up. For their close-ups. Maybe it was they like, didn't know what they were doing. What the hell is going on here? Well, it's all like seasoned actors. And this was like, this is a big Netflix show about, blo- I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, the other show that Mark and I are, because there always has to be one that Mark and I are watching together. Right. It's Hijack right now. Idris Elba. I'm only watching Apple TV shows, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Last of Us is HBO Max. Just called The Max now or whatever. But, Max. Uh, Hijack is Idris Elba. He's on an airplane from Dubai to London and it's been hijacked. Okay. So I'm only two, maybe three episodes into that. Um, like Amanda intense level? It's not intense. Okay. I wouldn't call it intense. It's just kind of suspenseful. I don't know if I can watch, uh, like, I don't know if Logan will watch anything based on planes. Oh. It's not a great flyer. Nothing's happening on the, pl- there's nothing, it's not Air Force one right now where planes or people are jumping out in parachutes or doors are being opened or guns going on. Like, it's all just very like, 
who, why, how do we get out of this kind of thing? Okay. Who's the good guys? Who's the bad guys? A little bit. Um, All right. I'm it's got an interesting twist. I don't want to tell you about it. You'll figure it out in episode two. But, um, it, you know, I, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, who? if there's going to be a show about a hijacked plane and it's on Apple TV and it's Idris Elba, it's got to be something a little bit. There's got to be some kind of twist in it. So. Let me tell you one not to waste your time on. Okay. The Idol or Idol or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Wait, is this the one with Weekend? Yeah, The Weekend and Lily Rose Depp. Oh, you don't like it. It is just an excuse to see a young girl naked <gasps> over and over again. Oh. Like, the story is... Well, now a lot of people are going to watch it. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, like, look, it it's being billed as, like, a new entourage. And I loved entourage. But, the, of course, entourage is raunchy. There's a lot of gratuitous, you know, adult stuff or not, happening. I never watched it, even though Adrian... Um, but it was a great show. Um, this, there's no heart. Uh, oh. th- this poor girl is, it's supposed to be kind of like a Britney Spears kind of story. She's like a pop star, but she's really like haunted and, and traumatized. That's Rose and, Depp. and she's, I mean, she's beautiful. I think she's probably a great actress, but you don't really get to see that out of her because all you're doing is seeing her naked mm. over and over again. And I, I'm sure it just her daddy feels, loves that. I, I, I don't know it. To me, like the difference in it and like Euphoria or something like that, which I feel like has a similar audience, yeah, is at least Euphoria, there's like a real meat to the story and you love the characters and like despite the awful things that are happening, you're still rooting for those people. Yeah, Like this one, you go into it first episode, this girl is like, she's already depressed. She's already famous. She's already like mm. messed up. And they don't have a save the cat moment. She's not, no. Or she like you so feel like, not, you like you don't root for them in any way. You do root for her, but she opens the door to all of the darkness herself. Mm. And so you're just kind of like, ew. Have people learned nothing from like Ted Lasso and these shows that have so much heart, like shrinking? I'm like, sure people out there love this show, but I am not on board for it. Well, I just let us know, guys. Let us know in the comments of our Instagram or YouTube. Um, books. I binged a lot of books. I have not been reading a whole lot right now. I so read, I read more than I've read in a long time because you, I was sitting by a river listening to Hippo Snort. So I read It Starts With Us. It Ends With Us. It Starts With Us. And then Verity. And now I'm on Never Never. Did you love Verity? I loved Verity. My mom had already, right before I left for Africa, my mom and, had texted me and my sisters and was like, you guys have to read Verity. Mm-hmm. Best suspense book in a while. And it was great. And she does write very sexy too, which I liked. It's not like... it. Like, there's sexy bits. And Moments, it, yeah. yeah it's, it's not just a fictional story. There's no. Like, I was like, ooh, this is just, just enough. Like, Yes, it's, it's not quite as, not, not quite like uh, Fifty Shades or... No, 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 no. Or even Twilight. Not, it's not even as bad as like those like werewolf books that no. I've read. It, yeah, you're, It's you're just like a hint of spice. Like yeah, enough to go, yeah. ooh, okay. And it's just stuff like, his tongue was on my neck and you're like, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm Colleen Hoover. I'm a junkie now, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll, on her book, Never Never, but I literally just started it. I'm only two chapters in. Um, but I'm also still doing Before We Were Years. I had an audiobook here. I don't yes. know if I've talked about that before, about the true story of, mm-hmm. what's her name, Tam? Yeah, I think we talked about it. Uh, from Memphis. And so you started it? Well, I'm almost done with it, but I just have like an hour left of my audiobook. But it's so good about these little, this family of five that get kind of, the mom goes off to have a baby. She's like bleeding out. It. They live on a riverboat, I think in Virginia or Carolinas? Carolinas, maybe. I don't know. Mississippi? I don't know. Anyway, the mom and dad have to like run out and like get on their little boat and get out um, to the hospital. And while they're gone, they just like get kidnapped. And these five children are like put into this adoption agency 
but it's like a it, and this is a true story. I mean, it's fictional. It's historical fiction. So this did happen. It just didn't happen in this way. Right. Um, this like woman, the other, like the the voices of freedom. Yeah. This woman um, freedom. kidnapped thousands of children and put them in the adoption cycle all over the U.S. It, uh, adopted them out to like celebrities in Hollywood and anyone wealthy mm-hmm. and just took the like kept stealing little poor children from the riverbeds and whatnot mm-hmm. and just taking these children and then putting them in the adoption profiles and you know like and and, and it it happened it like freaking ha- this happened in here in Tennessee in Memphis yeah. it's like insane anyway it's a really upsetting story but I don't know how it's gonna end I don't know if these girls are gonna end up some are dead they killed some that were difficult they just like oh killed gosh. them yeah it was awful it was awful she's apparently this woman was a She's known as a serial killer, like one of the biggest serial killers in the U.S. because she killed like 500 children over the course of these years. She trafficked 5,000 children and killed like 500 of them. Isn't that insane? That's just so gross. But the book Before We Were Yours, it's the beautiful. I saw this book. Well, now you really need to watch The Sound of Freedom. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Same vein. (sighs) Um, Well, on a happier note, I'm so glad you're home. I have missed you so much. I know everybody out there has missed you too. I've got I've got to take my little African life and figure out how I'm going to apply it to my American life. I can't wait. I'm gonna like I think I'm gonna turn off all all news. (laughs) Yeah, turn off all news cycles. You don't need it. I already today I put a filter on my social media, so I'm only on there for a certain amount of time. I've decided I'm not going to clean my kitchen as much. I'm going to spend more time doing the things I want to do, like writing and scrapbooking and things I that I want this. to do as opposed to keep doing I keep cleaning my kitchen. I have the greatest idea. I'll bring my rocks. You scrapbook. I am not we'll, going to listen to that rock tumble. Go, 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 I will, go, go, I will go, tumble go, 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 at your house. I'll just clean my rocks. I hope so because I'm used to the hippo snorting. I'm not used to rock them, tumbling. And I'll look at them. <laughs> you can sort and look at your rocks while I scrapbook and write. It's very exciting. <laughs> oh, and I found an arrowhead first time ever. Oh, really? I've never found one before. And I found one. Well, you've only been rock hunting for like a week. I know. So, but oh my gosh, we're gonna do tiny house camping soon too. Are you gonna? I'm gonna go rock hunting. You're gonna tiny house so camping. rock. Do you use like one of those little like detector thingies metal, like on the beach? I love to metal detect too. Can you find I, arrowheads? Girl, I am a 70 year old woman. Just what are arrowheads made out of? They're made out of rock, aren't they? Stone. Yeah. Do you just like dig with like a spoon? They, it was literally understand. just sitting there. Where? On the ground. Like by your house? No, by the river. Oh, by the river. So you just go to a river. You just kind of scrounge around on your hands and knees. Do you have like certain like knee pads and gloves? No, I just get out there and. Is there and like a little shovel that you're doing I, this? I have with? a little you tap 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 with like. Are you brushing things? Like I a actually fossil? have claw like, I'm gloves. So confused. I actually have claw gloves. Claw gloves? Yeah, they're like for gardening, but they have claws. Okay, and that's what I use. So that's why your nails still but look. I so just pretty. was told we're going to run out of card here, so we can okay. <laughs> been a very long episode. I'll bring my claw glove next time I show it off. Of Africa and rocks. <laughs> and doggies. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being here and uh, stick around. Next week will be fun. And we'll see you guys soon. Mwah.